Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Bowler filling in for Monson today. Jake Scott with you as well. Want to remind you, join Scotty and Hans at Pure Maintenance in Farmington coming up tomorrow from noon to 3. That's Fountain View Event Center, 164 West Promontory, number 200. We're going to talk to Kristen Kenny coming up here momentarily on, uh, of course, Kristen of AT&T Sportsnet fame. And Bowler, i got to say this, it seems like uh, – Seems like you guys have a lot of fun. You guys have good chemistry on that. We podcast. have a good time. Yeah, you know, we had uh, three different analysts in this year with uh, Matt. He's got a family of five uh, in Atlanta, and then Big T joined us uh, from the set to the uh, broadcast booth this year. And Michael Smith, Mike Smith, former Cougar, played for the Celtics and overseas. Former Clipper uh, analyst came in and filled in a, a little bit, both in in the booth and uh, upstairs, but. Uh, I'm just proud that we, uh, because of Jazz Nation uh, and the market size we're in, number three uh, in television ratings. And a a testament to the Jazz fan base and to just what this team's all about. And the whole crew. I mean, Uh, everybody behind the scenes. Thank you. We have a good time. And that's that's the beauty of it. When you win, it's easy. When you don't, you just have to continue on and push through. And Kristen Kenny is a big part of what we do. In fact, she joins us now. She does sidelines for AT&T Sports on the broadcast and appears on the big show frequently. She's our good friend, Kristen Kenny. Hi, Kristen. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's it's going pretty well. KK, how are you? I just saw you yesterday. Um, Anything new? Since I know. I saw long you? time no see. Yeah. Well, Bowler and I can't. We can't wait a full twenty four hours until we talk to each other. <laughs> right, right. That's right. We 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 do text and, and exchange uh, pleasantries and uh, just updates on what's happening. And uh, you know what, too, Jake. Not too far. July one, two, and three. Summer league. Right around the corner. Uh, just around the corner. And draft night on the twentieth of June, which is really just what three plus weeks out. So, you know, a little bit of a break. But I'm excited that uh, some questions that need to be answered will be answered sooner than later. I know it's going to be a great off season, right? And right. the NBA just never ends. It it just doesn't. And before we get started, Christian, just wanted to uh, add to the congratulations. Uh, Christian was named of uh, one of the thirty women to watch by Utah Business. Wanted to say congrats, and uh, that's amazing. That's got to make you feel pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, it's a huge accomplishment. It's something I never would have even dreamed of or imagined to receive an award like that and, and be amongst a list of really talented, powerful, strong women in the state of Utah. But um, as I sent out, I sent out a little reflection message on Twitter and uh, Instagram last night. Um, and really, you know, it's, I'm lucky to be around like Bowler and, and the team at the, the, the team surrounding me um, at the jazz and, you know, all the, the people in my life that have really allowed me to um, thrive and excel and believe in me. So yeah, it's a huge honor. Bowler was there with me yesterday. Uh, Steve Starks was there, and um, many members of the jazz organization uh, were at the table, as well as some of my Peak 45 family. So it was really fun. Yeah, KK, talk about the, one of the reasons why you are part of this 30 women uh, to watch is that you are an entrepreneur as well. If she's not busy enough traveling, Jake, you know, 82 games, 41 on the road, preseason and postseason, but also you're a, a, a co-owner 
of what is called Peak 45. Uh, there are many. Uh, I won't name them all, or maybe I should say, KK, I should leave them unnamed, but it's it's well visited by the NBA family around the league. Uh, what is Peak 45, and could uh, Jake and I survive at least one hour <laughs> of Peak 45? <laughs> I don't think you guys, so. This is no. kind of fun. By, by the way, real quick, um, I this is so weird having you interviewing me right now. <laughs> oh, me? This is just so cool. Isn't yeah, that funny? yeah. That's true. I never this have interviewed awesome. Christian. I like this. <laughs> I like this. This is so fun. Um, well, you know, I mean, because we've spent so many countless uh, hours and days on the road that um, you've seen it kind of firsthand, the, the things that it, you, you're trying to – you're focusing on the NBA, but then obviously when you start a company, it's just it's hard to juggle it all. But um, it's been it's been great. So Peak Forty Five is a fitness studio that's kind of like Pilates on steroids. So it's high intensity Pilates, and if you would survive forty five minutes of it, you know I think you can do it. But it would be pretty Jake funny. For, I think we Jake should have like Jake I think we should have a crowd. Time. Yeah, no, not even that. You don't think you can go 10? You're, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll make I think, 10. I know. I think you guys could do the full 45, but we would need to have a Ooh. crowd. Like, we should do that for charity, actually. Okay, a crowd. <laughs> really that would help. In, that would give me some right? extra adrenaline. Oh, I hate this idea so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> This is so good. We should put something together. But um, pair, put on a pair so, of tights, Jake. <laughs> you know, you got to yeah, put on tights and a tank top. Come on. We could wear costumes. Oh, this oh, would man. be so good. We'll do throwback jazz, like the throwback jazz unis. I'm sure Donovan can loan you the shorts. Okay. Yeah. Well, short shorts, don't, you know? that doesn't sound like it needs to no, happen. Short, no, shorts are a little Or Stockton. You could, you could call right him now. up. You could even call your buddy uh, Jeff Hornacek up, and maybe he'll yeah, loan you something. Hornacek's got those little shorts in the house. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, baggy, though. Oh, this, he did go back. Oh, Carl went baggy. so fun. Oh, my God. Wow. Hey, uh, I know Jake and I are having a good time filling in for Gordon, who's off somewhere uh, on a cruise or some sort of uh, an erotic uh, vacation. Oh, I'm sorry. Exotic. exotic. Sorry. Exotic. exotic. Sorry about that, Austin. Sorry about that, Austin. <laughs> oh, this is the best show ever. Oh, my gosh. That just this is picking just... up where Gordon left yeah. off for Valentine's Day. Yes. Did, His Valentine's did you, Day Did you show. say your erotic vacation, <laughs> Gordon? Sorry, Gordon. <laughs> over there, pal. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. Oh, man. Anyway, we were seeing. No, exotic. Oh. <laughs> yeah, some vacation. Where, where, he's where are they on this uh Exotic, erotic I won't say, trip. Okay, it's a secret. <laughs> it's it's a, it's an unknown destination to us. That's for sure. Of course. Hey, what's, of what's course your thoughts? Is. Two questions that Jake and I have been kicking around today. I'm going to first start with the jazz, and I know you've been asked this a lot. Uh, you make an appearance on Channel Two as well uh, with Fox, but you know, off season. I mean, the the doors open for many teams and many players to make some moves. Uh, if you had your wish list, what position do you look at? And um, where, where do the Jazz go? You expect aggressiveness with Justin Zanuck now as general manager as Dennis moved up into the uh, vice mm-hmm. president and oversees this, uh, this, this management group. Is Justin going to be uh, maybe out there a little bit more, a little bit more than what uh, maybe fans have expected the last seven years or so? Yeah, I mean, you've been around it for so long, and you've um, had the opportunity to get to know Jay-Z more than I have. But the time that um, we, we've been around him, he's um, you just hear people singing his praises. And, and you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's really an interesting move, and, and that the two of them, you know, the positions uh, that um, they've moved up into, and 
Um, I think that we have just a great organization, a great management team, and I mean, you're putting me. See, if I say anything right now, I'm the one that has to interview all the guys, Fuller. Mm. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Let me so make it easy then. Me let spot. me make it easy. Instead of, a, but, and again, I understand, and the Jazz do a great job protecting players because it can cause harm. I get that, Jake. I mean, there's right. a lot of teams that don't. And when when the uh, Ricky Rubio D Faves conversation came up prior to to the trade deadline, that can interfere with what your ultimate goal is, and that's playoffs and beyond. So let me just ask you this: positions with na- no names, because there's a lot of a free agents. Yeah. Position. I, I think there's at, changes. And those changes would be? Um, well, I think you do have to look, number one, and we've, t- we've talked about this, is um, finding another, finding some more help uh, in terms of consistent scoring, right, to take the pressure off of um, Donovan Mitchell. You look at, you know, Kyle Korver, I mean, he, he's been in the league for so long, but um, we need some help, you know, uh, on the wing. We need some, we need some help filling that spot. So I think... Um, you know, you look at bringing in somebody, whether it it could be more of a stretch kind of big position or whether it could be, you know, somebody from the perimeter who's hot from the perimeter. It could be a point guard who could um, is, is an unbelievable scoring threat. But, which, you or know, both. look at our team and are both right. It, but I think the immediate need is to provide some help for um, our scores right now leading scores out of the Mitchell, and then, of course, uh, helping Rudy Gobert, too. You know, um, how that looks, how that plays out, I don't know. I think, you know, to, the team is so good, and people are, like, giving Ricky a hard time. I know at some point, but everyone's still loved. He's loved by so many, but Ricky's really good. I mean, he's an unbelievable point guard. It's just that we need some help on the scoring front consistently, for, especially from the perimeter. Don't you think? Right. I mean, that's we've talked yeah, about this. and He's a distributor. And the Jazz need a score, and that's really what the, what the pondering thought is, Jake. I think we're all in agreement that Jazz are going to be looking for someone to impress. Maybe that's not the correct word, but let's just say this. When contracts are up uh, and you have to show two of your cornerstone players that you're moving in the right direction, in fact, not just the right one, but a up-the-ladder direction, right, in, in the postseason, uh, and beyond that you have to add those those pieces that will tell Donovan and Rudy that the Jazz are a legitimate player in the in a very tough Western Conference. Yeah, and it's that's the thing is we've we travel with the team and we've seen, you know, everything we know a lot, you know, we know what goes into it, the work the guys put into it. Um, and the West is just continually getting tougher and tougher. It's, it's so unbelievable. Um, so you do need, we need to figure something out, I think, to be a legit contender. Um, but, you know, I, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, what do you get rid of? Um, I still think that, you know, there's still uncertainty with, it's hard to rely on a guy like Kyle Korver, who's been in the league for so long. He's so brilliant and wonderful, but how long can you, can you, how many minutes and, you know, how much can you use him, really? Um, so you just need some help. You need somebody who can stretch, stretch the floor. Kristen, give us your kind of tail of the tape on the finals. How do you see this one going? Oh, man, guys, this is a fun one. What do you – this is a really, really fun one. I just am so I, – I know I, I may get some haters, but maybe not. But I am, I <laughs> am so tired of Golden State. Is everyone listening in agreement with me? Because it's just like, it's kind of boring to watch them. It's, I almost want to just turn on the game at the fourth quarter and then just wait to see what happens. 
You know, we need something to shift, something to change. And it was really impressive watching Toronto um, and how they battled back and the adversity they faced. And I really think this is a team that has been through a lot. And now with the veteran leadership and, and it was just awesome um, to watch them win that the final game. And I love, I love Kyle Lowry to me. He's, he's an, you could see the emotion. I mean, these guys, I'm hoping they have a really good chance, but it's Golden State, so you'd never know. They play at 60% the whole season, and then they turn it on when they want to turn it on. I don't know about you, but I'm... KK, are you saying that maybe someone besides uh, the Golden State Warriors or the Cleveland Cavaliers or the Miami Heat, uh, those are all LeBron teams, I believe. Yeah, I think so. But change, change is good. And, Jake, I'm curious, and KK, I wonder what ABC's thinking because, look, it is driven by cash. It's driven by viewership. It's driven by ratings. I'm not sure if this is going to be a heavy-watched series, but you make an interesting point, Kristen. If Toronto wins the championship, what message does that send the rest of the teams and the fan bases in the NBA? Is it that you have a chance? Or if you Uh, make the right deal? that you can actually achieve and not maybe yeah. have the, quote, super team out there? It's interesting. Well, I mean, this is a. I think this Toronto team is better than Cleveland, um, you know, in, in, in the finals, right? Like, this, is a, this Toronto team has a lot of weapons. So I think it's a combination. I think it's a combination of I don't think one person, you know, I don't think LeBron can single-handedly or, like, two players can single-handedly test the Warriors, right? May get one game, two games, but... You know, you have a team that this Toronto team is has a, a lot of talent. They have a lot of leadership. Um, Kawhi Leonard is amazing. He's an amazing player. Um, you know, so I just I just think that you have to have the pieces, right? Um, you have to be know how to face, go through the adversity that they have faced as a team, um, and you know to. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll, it'll send a huge message, but you know, you do have to. I, th- I don't just think you can say, "Okay, we're going to beat Golden State." It's going to anybody can do it. You need the right pieces. You need the right preparation. And I think the Toronto, this Toronto team has been prepared, and they've shown that in the in the conference finals. Kristen, as always, thank you so much for dropping by and having a conversation with us. And congratulations again on that great honor. Oh, thank you, guys. Are you where, where are you watching the game at home? Uh, can't tell you. <laughs> no. <laughs> one of those destinations? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those destinations. No, I think I'll probably maybe watch it at a dinner uh, area somewhere or half and half it, you know, home and away. I will uh, I will be at home in my couch with my one-and-a-half-year-old in one hand and a cold beverage in the other. Oh, I like that. A nice cold water, right? Exactly. Yes, that's she's it. smart. Yeah, right I'll be right turning it tap. on probably. In, yeah, I'm gonna hope. I'm hoping that it's gonna be a really good game, and I don't have to wait to turn it on until the fourth quarter. <laughs> you and us both, Kristen. Absolutely. No yeah. Hey, thanks again. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Kristen Kenny. Uh, she does sidelines for the Jazz broadcast on AT and T Sportsnet. She does a terrific job, by the way. Uh, she she's really uh, in her third year. I mean, it takes time to understand this league, and it's it was a big undertaking. It is for for anyone who jumps into what this crazy uh, this crazy business is, as you know, of broadcasting. And 
you, you know, it's 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 a difficult position uh, to you know get in and you know twenty seconds of of speak uh, and make it legitimate at the moment of what's happening and then get out and let the game breathe and continue on. But it's it's a really about relationships, and I think you can tell by her personality. Uh, she really is connected with the with the players and the coaches, and uh, that's what it takes to get insight uh, and to continue to to learn about this franchise. There's a lot of history here. Yep. Uh, each and every year, it continues to grow. I've been fortunate, and so have you. We've been around a while, but I've I've been here since '85, and so you know to watch this this franchise continue to grow uh, and names that have come and gone. And the statues out front, and a late owner, and Larry H. Miller, and where the Jazz are going now. Uh, it takes time to understand the fan base, uh, the love affair that this this city, this this region has for the Utah Jazz. And uh, KK has done a, a great job in a short period of time. No doubt about it. All right, we're live from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Our good friend Tom joins us once again, and we've got the Bowler Special rolling. Tom, hey, I just had a customer call me with breaking news. They saw Gordon out near Wendover swimming in Blue Lake. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm there sure. we the go. Exotic. Okay. Yeah, or, or, or erotic, erotic if whatever you will. it was. <laughs> the vacation spot is Blue Lake. Okay. Oh my gosh, great! That's a that's a breaking news. Just phoned in. That's it. Just phoned in. Wendover. Or more like a warning to avoid yeah. said area. Yeah. Like yeah. nowhere near. If he's swimming, I don't want to be there. Exactly. <laughs> hey, we've got uh, great deals. I have, and this is something we've done. In weeks past, I have a Serta iComfort. This is that uh, special where they have it advertised for forty-seven hundred bucks. I'll give you the Serta iComfort queen bed with a Serta adjustable bed, queen size, for ten ninety-nine. It's advertised at our competitors for forty-seven ninety-nine. I also have one only. It's the only one I have left. Um, it's still in plastic. It's not a floor model. It's a beauty rest black, black ice. Suggested retail is sixty five hundred bucks. I'll do mattress only for ten ninety nine. We also don't forget bowler special, pink tag, yellow tag, twenty percent off. But I'm gonna blow it out now. Any rug, any art, and any bedding. So we have racks of sheets and blankets, comforter sets. I have a rug room. I have rugs, $3,000 rugs that I have marked five ninety nine. Whatever it is, today, tomorrow, Saturday, Monday, you have to mention Bowler. 50% off. Wow. Whatever the lowest marked price is, 50% off. We are doing it right uh, because the security guards didn't show up. <laughs> well, you got to make it up to Bowler. Let's see, Bowler, you're going to put poor Tom out of business oh my with all gosh. this Bowler special uh, stuff. You know what, though? I, you know, again, the, the warehouse he has in the back, lines and lines of rugs and, and, and pictures. I mean, you can do it all, right? One-stop shopping. One-stop shopping. I also have some incredible, see this white and this gray bedroom set? These are high-end, really nice twin or full. So perfect for the kids' bedrooms. I have these bedroom sets that are normally about 1400 bucks. We can do the whole set for 699 either white or gray. Uh, and then we have, obviously, mattresses. I've got Sealy Premiums, 
for $299. If you need a mattress for the spare bedroom, this is the very best time because you're going to get the very best price because of the construction. Come and see us again, 1967. It's really easy to find. Home Depot right across the street, 1967 South, 300 West, the warehouse, boom. Tom, you're the man. There you go. Tom from the warehouse. Come see us. We still have some jazz gear for you. Bowler, it seems like we've been asking everybody's perspective on the finals. I want to get yours coming up next. Okay, I'll give it to you. All right, stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Bowler filling in for Gordon. Jake Scott with you as well from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300, uh, 300 West. Want to remind you of our friends at Ute Conference Football. 14U Division will allow players to use the full high school experience with high school rules, unlimited weights, and real football. If you're tired of rec league competition, sign up today at UteConferenceFootball.org. Uh, let's compete. Let's play with Ute Conference Football. All right, Bowler, seems like we've been jam-packed with guests asking uh, all of them about the finals. I want to get into your thoughts on okay. the finals. Uh, what do you think about this? Well, I think it's it's going to be closer than people think. I think it's really intriguing because, again, it's a team that no one really has followed, okay? I mean, Toronto has basically been a mess uh, even last year uh, when yep. Dwayne Casey won Coach of the Year and they fire him. Um, which was an insane situation. But also, I understand, they felt like they had gone as far as they could uh, with Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. So, just so happened that Kawhi Leonard was fed up in San Antonio, which still blows me away. I know, that was Pops such a weird Pops doesn't thing. lose players. Mm-hmm. We know that over the course of his 23-plus uh, year career. So now you have this storyline that is almost too magical that you almost hire a, a gun, right? A, a, a guy to come in and just, I'm going to hire you for a year to do our, our, our dirty work. And look what happens. Kawhi comes in. He's healthy. That's the key. And he leads them to the east, and he you know, bombards Boston, which everyone thought was going to be the top dog in Toronto's there, and Milwaukee, of course, was as as good as you know as as uh, as advertised, but I, I you know Lowry is a terrific guard. I'm not sure the experience is going to carry over. The home court will play, I think, to their advantage since in a seven game series they've got the first two at home. But overall, I keep thinking in the back of my head, you have to dethrone the champs. And so that's I, I just looked. I believe Toronto is a one point favorite on their home court tonight. So I'll go back to what most coach speak will say. Take care of the ball, all right? Uh, defend. And what you mean by that is Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and others will have their hands full with Kawhi. But as KK was saying, and I think you'll agree, it takes more than one uh, to win a championship. So who is that other? Is it Lowry? Who, who, who else in the Toronto uh, lineup and the bench because uh, really, Golden State doesn't have much of a bench. No, they're thin. They're mm-hmm. very thin. And I'm not sure if Boogie Cousins, uh, who's been cleared, if that's going to work. He hasn't been on the floor for, what, eight weeks, uh, six weeks, eight weeks? I'm not sure if he really filters into what they're trying to do. So we'll see. And Kevin Durant is not available. 
Uh, but still, that starting five is as potent as any any team that I've ever seen in NBA uh, in NBA history. The I way mean, they can score in in bunches is amazing. Twelve and fourteen point leads, as we've learned, is nothing in this league, and absolutely nothing to the Golden State Warriors because of their offensive ability to attack. Not just it, it's in bunches. It's in fourteen point, sixteen points, you know, spurts. And, uh, you know, we've watched it ourselves as Jazz fans, and I've called games over the years and just marvel at the way they're able to uh, right the ship in a hurry and find their rhythm again. A lot of teams lose rhythm and never can and regain it, but the Warriors have. So after all saying all this, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's a 4-1 series. I really do. I, I don't know if Kawhi and Lowry and company have enough in the arsenal to get it done, but also the savvy ability of understanding what it takes to win a title. The Warriors have been there so many times, five consecutive world championship opportunities, and this is Toronto's first. There's a freak-out moment, I think, too, for some, right? Would you agree? Oh, totally. And I know Kawhi's been around the block, obviously, with the San Antonio Spurs. He's a winner. He's a vet. The guy is is um, is, is focused and, 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 uh, and, and hardened. Uh, but I still think it just goes to, to the Warriors. Uh, I'd be stunned if it doesn't. But the key will be Draymond Green's play. Can he stay out of foul trouble? Can he control himself emotionally against Kawhi? Can Clay slide by and help and give Draymond some breaks? And I think that's what I'll be watching tonight is, there, is how the Warriors will begin, start their defense, the, the, the defending of Kawhi Leonard, to me, I think is key, and how they try to adjust during the game if they can. I think you're right on the money about Draymond. I've been saying this for a while. He might not be Golden State's best player, but he's the guy that makes them unique on yeah. both sides of the ball. His versatility, and he can guard one through five. He has and... triple-double ability. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's, Every a, night... that, that's, the, that's what people forget. He can rebound. He's a good assist man. He sees the floor well. Smart guy. Emotional guy, which is sometimes beating him over the head. He's his own worst enemy. But when he's tuned in and understands, and I think, you know what, there's a lot of talk and your thought, I think he's more comfortable in his skin now with Durant off the floor. I think he feels like that they're all back together as one as the as the uh, the good old boys back in the day. Yep. They are the old warriors of old, and they have something. I, I kind of drawn them back together as a group because there was so much talk about Durant leaving the Thunder after getting knocked off by the Warriors and joining the enemy. I mean, this whole thing is bizarre. They're a great team with Durant, obviously, but they also know in their minds they won without him, and they met, they most likely will have to do it again this time around. Well, I think what's interesting about Draymond is is Kevin Durant takes away from his game because Durant's a ball stopper because he can get his own shot at any time, and if he doesn't, he'll kick to somebody who can shoot like Steph he'll or Clay. He'll take rebounds away from him too, right. offense and defense. Oh, yeah, and so I think without – without KD being on the floor, the ball moves and pops and, and the blender, not unlike the Jazz, is going. And that's where Draymond's – that's where he's at his best. Right. That's where he's so good, distributing and figuring out how to get other shots or, or duck to the lane if there's been a double team. And that kind of goes away when KD's there. I think, I think Gordon is – did he not mention this week? He's, he's more – was he more in tune that, that he believes that Durant makes them a better team? Uh, I'm not he did sure. say that. Yeah. And I heard that, and I, you know, it's he's a marvelous player. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, 
what, top five, top seven in scoring. I don't have it in front of me like Lockwood. He probably have it off the top of his head. But, you know, there's still something to be said about knowing this in this particular time of the season when you're playing for a championship and you've been there. In your mind, you know that Durant is a terrific player, yes, but also they're playing more free, I think, and Draymond fits that that freedom statement that yep. I'm speaking of. Totally and so agree. I'm anxious to see how this one plays out tonight because you can always tell a lot in game one, especially the champs on the road, I think is a huge test. They're slight, slight underdogs. And I still think that Toronto, no matter how cool and calm Kawhi is, that team's tight. It's 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 huge for the franchise, it's huge for the city, it's huge for Canada. Honestly, you think about it, it's hockey country. You know, it's not it's not NBA hoop. But yet, there they are, playing for a world title. And it's going to be interesting to see just if how tight they are uh, when they hit the floor tonight. Because I don't think the Warriors, I think the Warriors are going to be cool, calm, and collected. Oh, yeah. We've been here. We know. We know what to do. You know how Toronto's reacting to going to the finals, the city, that is, and mm-hmm. the fan base or whatever? It reminds me a lot of Salt Lake back when they Absolutely. were when the Jazz were going to the finals. Those big crowds watching the road games out on the big screens and just how nuts it seems like the whole community is over. It, it, whenever I see those shots, it totally reminds me of Salt Lake. Those are special day. years, and I hope the Toronto fans don't forget it because it's hard for them to come around again. Think about it. 97 and 98. We're in 2019. 21 years is a long haul. Yep. And that's another generation, by the way, of fans that have come along uh, since Malone and Stockton and a guy named Hornacek and Sloan and a big dog Antoine Carr was in the house. And now you're looking at uh, Rudy and Donovan and Joe and, and uh, Quinn Snyder. It's, it's amazing how quick the time flies it is. and how many years go by. As I always tell you, I'm a Chiefs fan, grew up in Kansas City, have not been to the Super Bowl since 1970, Super Bowl four. What are we, Super Bowl 192? <laughs> I mean, I mean, give me a break. It's time, my friends. Come on. Well, you've got Mahomes now. Maybe like... Mahomes and Kelsey will get it done. But, you know, it's a long road to a title. It's a long road for all these guys to get to where they are. And you have to applaud them to get through an incredible tough 82-game series, especially Golden State in the West, who didn't play well very very well early. Yep. All right, more with Bowler coming up right around the corner, live at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Still have a chance to come by. We still have a few Jazz shirts left for you. We also have the – Bowler, grab that box right there yeah, and, and describe what exactly is in that. Well, it's the, it's the famous note it is, that, that yeah. is outside of Vivint Smart Home Arena where more photos are taken than probably uh, maybe even Moab, you know, or the Arches. Uh, but there's a lot of photos taken outside during game nights. But you can have this. Come on by quickly, and I'll hand this to you personally. Uh, it can sit on your desk, paperweight, or just a um, a conversation piece. Yeah. So that, see, there you go. A yeah. jazz conversation piece. I like it. Well described. None of us can figure out the best way to describe that. That's I mean, why it's I got a wooden it got a wooden bottom, man. You can use it as a paperweight, right? Yeah. Let's see. There you go. You know? Impress your friends. Impress, Start a yes. conversation. Exactly right. <laughs> Come by and grab it. More with Bowler straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. He 
writes for The Athletic. You hear him weekly on the NBA Daily Assist. He's our good friend Sam Amick. Maybe it's one and done with Kawhi, but they're still going to the finals. If you're a franchise and right. looking at this, would you be encouraged to do something like trading for a superstar in the final year of their deal? I think it's more what pieces are coming and going. So DeMar DeRozan, from the Raptors' perspective, that kind of chapter had come to a close. They felt like this was worth the risk. Toronto is also unique because even if Kawhi leaves, this has, I think, improved the optics around the organization in a way that is going to help them in free agency going forward. That was Sam Amick from earlier in the show. We're live at the Warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Bowlers sitting in for Gordon Monson today. Jake Scott with you as well. Uh, Bowler, real quick, we asked Sam about that. So, Oklahoma City took a big risk trading for Paul George in the last year of his deal. He ends up staying and re-signing with Oklahoma City, and that risk would seemingly paid off. Toronto did the same thing with Kawhi, and we don't know exactly what he's going to do, but even if he leaves, he's gotten them to the finals. If you were running an NBA franchise and you had an opportunity to grab one of those superstars in the last year of their deal, but you weren't sure if they were going to stay, right. is it worth rolling that dice? Well, for the, for the Raptors, obviously it did work out uh, for now. And then you have to hope that the, the team, the coaching staff, uh, the facilities, and the fan base is enough to keep that individual yeah. in town. Uh, in the city once they get a taste of raptor basketball and how they do things is that enough or is there something else that Kawhi is des- in desperate need of is it the neon lights of los angeles is it the clippers that everyone believes is his destination point but i think you still have to say let's give it a run because those opportunities don't come around very often and look for toronto it worked now if it didn't then probably you would pro- you would probably already know by now. Uh, at least the rumor would get out that uh, the Kawhi was well. I gave it my best, and I'm probably going to have to go someplace else. Now he's maybe in a little bit more of a different situation in his mindset about being part of this you know incredible first time ever appearance in the NBA championship. What does he do? But I still think the plan is in place, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I think the people that are around these players at that level. Uh, there are good people. There are advisors. There are not so good people. You have to kind of, you know, go through and, and thin this out, um, and and you know, and surround yourself with the right the right people. So um, it'll be interesting. I know Toronto's probably not thinking about that right now. Maybe they are in the front office, but the fans right now are just trying to take in every moment because, again, like I said, title, title town or title time doesn't happen often. And if you're the Jazz, I think you've got to think about this sort of thing because free agent destination, Salt Lake City, you know, reputation, you know, it, it is what it is. And we haven't seen that many big name free agents come here. But what we have seen is people come here via trade or draft or what have you and love it. Absolutely. I've been told by a number of players who have played in a jazz uniform who have told me and pulled me aside while they're out on another team saying, boy, I wish I hadn't left. Right. Think there's a chance I could come back. I mean, it, you know, I. I'm not the guy to talk to, but you know I can I can slip a note to somebody if you want to you know like we want. were in third grade yeah like <laughs> if you yeah they third grade who hey, hey what's that uh, you know no no teacher bring it to the front and we'll read it for everybody remember that <laughs> yeah yeah Susie I like you okay whatever but um, I I think you know again I think that I, I 
Jake, I swear, uh, traveling around this country with the NBA and seeing the fan base, not only in Utah, but around the country and around in NBA arenas, it's, it's an amazing thing to see the transformation over the last few years, led by Gobert, led by Donovan Mitchell, led by Quinn Snyder, and the respect that you see in every arena that we go to. And, I, you know, we always talk about Jazz Nation in the in the building. It's true. This isn't fabricated. Matt and I and Thurl and, uh, you know, we, we have seen for ourselves that this is beyond Salt Lake City. There, there is a fan base around this around the NBA for Donovan Mitchell because he played at Louisville, and people know him on the East Coast, and so that's an automatic. Rudy has an international flair, and people are intrigued by him. Joe Ingles as well. And Quinn Snyder, you know, well-traveled through the college ranks and now overseas and in the NBA, there is a t- there's a changing of the tide in the, in, the, in the emotion of what this city is, the franchise itself, and the facilities that are given to players and the way they're treated by the fan base here. And I think the recruiting that is being done by Donovan and Jay Crowder and by Rudy and even Quinn Snyder – and I can't say that he's recruiting because that'd be a violation. It would be. But what I'm saying, my, my point is that his reputation right. follows him, and they know what kind of guy he is, and those things get around this league in a hurry because many coaches, sometimes it isn't the perfect scenario of a player and a coach, the relationship or the system. And that's one thing I think I find intriguing that the Jazz, I think, have turned the corner on this whole discussion of not a destination point. Who wouldn't want to play with a Donovan Mitchell? Yep. Who wouldn't want to run the show and, and have some fun in this Quinn Snyder system? you got to play some defense, yes, but also you're going to be immediately embraced by an incredible fan base called Jazz Nation. All right, we are live today from the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Our good friend Tom joins us once again. And, Tom, not to, not only do you guys have the reputation for the lowest prices in town, you actually have the lowest prices in town. We do. We also have the lowest price for delivery. We have the lowest price for warranty. We have financing at the best deals in town. Uh, our family's been in this business a long time and uh, we've been in business to sell the lowest price for name brand furniture in Utah. Nobody knows the game better than you guys. That's the story. There's people who say nobody beats our price. Mm. For 40-plus years, we've been beating their price. <laughs> and you said to me uh, earlier today that if someone if they think they've got a better price, you'll beat it. Yeah. Uh, for example, Ashley Furniture. Ashley Furniture is the biggest furniture company in the world. They have, I've heard, 6,500 independent dealers. Then they have multiple hundred Ashley home stores. If you're in there, you see something you like, take a picture of the price tag, bring me the number, we'll put it in the computer. Same warranty, everything's going to be the same, except we're going to sell it to you cheaper. Unbelievable. I talked Great deal. a tease, the Gordon special. All right. Gordon likes this Bassett leather. He does. And it's a chofa, which is a sofa with a chase. It's got power recline on both ends. This is an insurance deal. Uh, an insurance company brought this to us. Uh, and basically, it's $2,900 across the street at Bassett. We're going to do, we only have a few left. They're all right-hand chases, brown or black leather. And this is Italian leather, bowler. Yeah. 699 bucks. Yeah, these are nice. We're sitting, 
we're sitting on them, right? No, it's this black, it's this black one, one here. So it's got oh. power recliners on both. Oh, that's ends. A, that's a Monson right there. Yeah, yeah. I you, really like this chair. Can you see the turkey sandwich in uh-huh. that chair, Lisa? Try hit the button. <laughs> yeah. Recline me. Recline me. You, you mean he can't even hit his own? No, button? no. no. Uh-uh. Be too much. <laughs> Way too much for Gordon. Oh, love him. We also have, and we haven't talked about this for a month, but I have Cindy Crawford high end leather sofa love seat chair and a half i'm like 70 percent off i think the sofas down the street are 2900 dollars. i can do the sofa for 7.99 with a sleeper in it for 8.99 that's amazing you can't you can't find poor quality couches for that price out there this is leather everywhere not just leather to the touch italian leather all the way around and uh, two colors, chocolate brown and champagne. The champagne's pretty. Remember that? Yep, I do. Beautiful set. We also have um, sectionals starting at four ninety nine. Uh, with the adjustable house. You want adjustable bed? I will save you money. Don't forget the queen adjustable bed with mattress. The whole deal for four ninety nine. The mattress is eight ninety nine across the street. The whole thing's cheaper. Yep. Amazing. Come and see us again. We'll be here all weekend. We're going to honor this through Monday. We're closed on Sunday. We've got to have one day off. So run it through Monday. You can still come in. Through Monday, the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Boom. You're the man, Tom. Thank you so much. Love it. All right. We'll have more Big Show straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. This, this this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. If uh, Houston called up and said, we want Donovan Mitchell and we'll send you James Harden, would you do it? Yeah. I've got a lot of hopes for what Donovan Mitchell will be. I don't know if he'll ever be what James Harden is. No, I'm not saying I'm actively shopping Donovan Mitchell. I'm just saying that the right deal came across your desk. Everything's on the table. And Dennis Lindsay and Zanuck and maybe the rest of the crew, they've got to make sure that they are doing everything they can to better the team. I think Daryl Morey is just talking like the rest of us would talk if we were a GM. Nobody's off limits. The only players you can think of, maybe LeBron, maybe Kevin Durant. I mean, those guys that immediately step out onto court and your team becomes a title contender. Other than that, I don't know who in the league is untouchable. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Wrapping up a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We want to say big thanks to The Warehouse. Always great hosts. Best prices in town, 1967 South, 300 West. want to say big thanks to you, Bowler. Thanks for sitting in, man. This was super fun. Had a good time. Uh, you're right. Uh, just uh, having a little fun with Gordon and, and Austin's impersonations were uh, just out of this world. All right. The dueling Gordons yeah. uh, that we did for the basically for the Not Sports Report oh, today. Oh. Instant radio gold. Wow. It's nice to be here. <laughs> Uh, I needed a break. You said gold, Jake. That, that reminds me of the time that... Have I ever told you about the Easter egg hunt where the... Uh, I, I kind of cheated. I uh, they, they showed me where the gold bars were. Gordon, I'm sorry to interrupt, but... Um, <laughs> I've ever told you that I've interviewed over 10,000 athletes and coaches. 10,000. And I'm just a little worn out, and Lisa and I... We just need a little break. <laughs> 
That's where I'm at. You know, John, you know what John Wooden told me once about brakes is that you don't the brakes don't always go your way, Buller, and then that's yeah. just that them's the brakes, really. Gordon, that's so true. Oh, I could listen to this that's all day. So true, and the fact that you both know him so well that you know exactly what he likes to talk about. Oh, and I talked to you know Larry Miller for those seven hours that one time. Um. Yeah. Never tell you <laughs> the time, time that they stole my movie and that stupid Steve Carell just stole it right out of the Tribune right out of my name. Fox catcher. <laughs> More like Gordon catcher. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, thanks to Gordon and Gordon and Austin and Bowler for helping out with the show today. Thanks to Tim Lacombe, Sam Amick, uh, uh, Kristen Kenny for jumping on with us. Thanks to Tom here at the warehouse for being a great host. Bowler, you're the man. We'll uh, we'll, we'll get, do it again. Yeah, we'll catch up with you next week. On Absolutely the big show. on Thanks. Tuesday. I'll see you then. All right, there you go. We'll uh, talk to you tomorrow on the Big Show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty of the Zone.